Blog Talk Radio. Hey y'all, this is Steel Ivory, and you're listening to Weekdays with Murph. Welcome to another edition of What Days with Murph. Today on the show, we welcome super talented singer-songwriter Brooke Lynn. 
We'll um, talk with her about her uh, uh, career, music, and and anything she, she's uh, uh, working on that she can talk about. Um, this is going to be fun, y'all. And, and with that being said, let's, let's go ahead and welcome the uh, super talented Miss uh, Brooklyn to the show. Hey, Brooke, how are you? How, hello, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, uh, um, um, thank you again for doing this. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. I've been really looking forward to being on your show and chatting about all the music things. Absolutely. And, and I've got to tell you um, right off the top, I absolutely love that song we just played. Oh, thank you so much. It's it's such a special song to me and to, like, my co-writers um, who who wrote that song with me. Um, we It's funny. We were actually planning. We wrote that song last – it was either last late June or July, um, and we were planning to release that song last year, actually, last November. And um, – but then I had a song go viral on TikTok, so we ended up releasing that song instead. Um, but it's it's been really magical just um, finally releasing that song because it is so special. Um, I think just, you know, just in light of everything that has been happening in the world, it's just kind of been a heavy, heavy past year, I would say. Um, so it was nice just, you know, releasing a song that's just full of hope and and light and um, and everything amongst like all the all the fear and the unknowns um, of today. So thank you. And as I was listening to it, uh, it sort of it sort of re- reminded me of the message of of uh, of uh, of uh, uh, Tim McGraw's humble and kind. Oh yes! Oh, that's such a beautiful song. Thank you. That's that's really incredible. Um, that song is wonderful. So thank you. That's such a compliment. <laughs> and I don't know if you know this, but but I heard somewhere that 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 uh, uh, Lori McKenna wrote that song uh, as as a lullaby for her daughter. Yes, yes. I feel like I I feel like I I have heard that too, and that's just so sweet. I I love the sentiment behind that, and just the the lullaby like the, the melodic lullaby is just so soothing and i think we were, that's kind of like what we were going for too we didn't really have that song in mind but now that you're mentioning it like it has a similar like soothing melody um to it which is is essentially what we were going for so well i think you uh, you've absolutely accomplished that with that one uh <laughs> So, uh, um, before we get into uh, what I had planned today, um, just kind of uh, tell the listeners uh, how you got into uh, uh, music in the first place. Yeah, well, so I'm um, I'm originally from a small town in Minnesota, like central Minnesota. Um, I, I honestly have grown up singing. Like I've been singing since I can even remember. Um, I, you know, used to like sing along to the radio, like all the time. I grew up on country music and pretty much solely country music, a little bit of 80s rock, um, and a little bit of contemporary Christian music, but, um, mostly, mostly country. And, um, 
so I've been singing and doing, um, I started doing singing competitions when I was, I did my first one when I was like 12. Um, but even before then I was like singing in church and stuff when I was younger, just like singing songs to, you know, tracks, like instrumental tracks and stuff. I always like, I've always loved like, you know, performance and, and all of that, you know, would do solos in choir or music class in elementary school and stuff. So, um, I always loved the talent shows. Like that was always, you know, you know, for some of my classmates, it was always like the big basketball game or the big football game. And I'm like, talent show time. Yes. (laughs) So, um, so I've always, um, I've always been singing, um, but I really started getting into more of like the live music, um, aspect of like playing shows probably when I was like 14. Um, I tried out for a lot of like, of the talent, like the singing competition shows, like the voice. Um, I didn't really try out for American Idol. I don't know. I don't really know why. I just mainly have tried out for the voice quite a few times. And then um, I tried out for the X Factor in Chicago one year. And I met a guy at these auditions who um, invited me to Nashville that like coming summer. So I was 14 when I met this guy and he was like, he just said he felt compelled to invite me to Nashville. He had like never heard me sing or anything. Um, and so I sent him a demo. He asked me to send him a demo of me singing like three cover songs. So um, I sent him the demo and he's like, Hey, come to Nashville. And I ended up spending that entire summer, like three months um, in Nashville just staying in like an extended stay place. And it was the most incredible summer ever. Um, My whole family was down here from time to time. I had people just come and stay with me and I ended up recording my first album. um, Then when I was like 14, 15 that summer. So that was like absolutely incredible. And that was also the first time that I really got into songwriting. Um, I feel like when I was growing up, the industry was a lot different. Um, There were like songwriters who wrote songs and then the artists would sing them, you know, sing the songs and pick the songs and stuff. And so I think when I was around 14, 15, when I was here in Nashville, um, the industry was kind of in that transition process of like, now the artists need to be writing their songs. So I had a producer that um, got me into co-writing. And so that was really my first go at, um, at writing. And I was really young. Um, so, I mean, I didn't have a ton of life experience at that point. So, um, but I wrote, but I co-wrote a few songs and um, recorded a, a 10 song album called Little Angels. And it was an incredible experience. But um, then I, you know, then I ended up finishing high school in, in Minnesota. And I played shows um, around Minnesota, North Dakota area when I was um, growing up, I would play the songs off of my album and um, would just have some like bands back me, which was so fun. I, the performance, the live performance aspect of the music career is like my favorite thing ever. It's, it's my favorite part. I love singing for people and entertaining people and chatting with people. Like after the show, I just, I get so much energy from those experiences and I just, I can't wait till everything opens up again so I can get back on stage and, um, and perform again. But, um, yeah, so I've been, I've been doing that for quite a while. Um, and, and really got into it that summer when I was 14, 15 and it kind of just grew from there and my love has just grown. And, um, now I'm here in Nashville permanently. I live here and I've lived here for 
uh, two and a half years and have been doing the whole songwriting thing and um, have an EP that's coming out um, this year. So it's it's going to be ex- an exciting year. Uh, awesome. Uh, and and I love what you said about Nashville because because I live about uh, two and a half hours west of Nashville. As a matter of fact, I've got I've got family that lives about about um, twenty minutes outside of downtown. So so I tend to go to Nashville uh, pretty much uh, pretty much every single chance I get. It's like oh, my awesome. it's like my my uh, second home, you know, <laughs> and yeah. uh, and and I totally get it. I mean, Nashville to me it it is like. It is like my absolute favorite place in this world. It it really is. It's honestly when I tell people like when I was younger and I was coming back and forth to Nashville, um, starting when I was like fourteen, fifteen, I was like, It just feels like home and everyone's like, You're being a drama queen, it's not your home, you know, and I was like, No, no, like every time I drive into Nashville, I'm like, This is home and I feel I feel like this is my home, you know, Minnesota will always be my home, but that's honestly because my family's there. Like if my family were to move Mm -hmm. here, you know, I don't know that I would go back to Minnesota often. I would still go back, but I don't know how often I would go back. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, And I've been going to Nashville off and on for the past over 20 years. So, so I've, I've grown to just, just absolutely love that city, and and every time I go, it seems like there's there's uh, something new to to uh, discover. It seems like every time I go, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. There's always something going on here, which is really cool. It's it was a it's a lot different. It was quite a transition moving here, you know, in my early twenties, because there are there are so many things for people in their twenties to do here and to like, there's so many ways to meet new people. Like where I went to school and like growing up in Minnesota, there weren't really things to just go and do. Also, I mean, it's like negative 50,000 degrees every single day there. So you can't really do anything anyway, but, (laughs) but here there's always something going on. And like, just, I mean, whether it's like just a cool hike, like, there's so many things to do, and and the city is just bustling. So many people are moving here every day, and you're so right. Like there, there's just so many new things that people are creating. Like the city is so full of creative human beings that are just coming up with absolutely. new and fun and exciting things. So yeah, absolutely, and and I totally agree with the the uh, Minnesota being uh, being negative fifty thousand degrees because. <laughs> Uh, because I was up there. I, I've been to uh, Minnesota once in my life, and it was it was during summer, but I mean it was still a pretty chilly. Yeah, it. Um, we <laughs> summers can be warm, but honestly, it's only warm for like two months, really. Like mm-hmm. that's really the that's all you get, and then it's kind of back down to like you know the 50s and 60s which which normal people would think that that's like fall weather but that's still like summer weather for us because for a majority of the year it's in like the 20s and 30s and 40s so right exactly 
Exactly. But, <laughs> but I mean, I love my time in Minnesota. I'm I'm not saying anything uh, 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 wrong with it. I mean, I just absolutely love my time in Minnesota. And, oh, and yeah. I definitely go it's, back it's to Edmonton. I'd go back. I'd yeah, go back and all the, all the lakes are great. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah for I, sure. Just absolutely. Not, not in uh, not in the winter time. It's it's quite a no. quite an experience. No ma'am. <laughs> yeah. When uh, I was home for Christmas we had like three blizzards and I had to like relearn how to drive in the snow. I was like, I'm literally gonna crash my wow. car. I d I don't know what I'm doing. Like I haven't had to do that in That's so crazy. long. <laughs> I know. That's crazy. Uh, I love it. I did have a few kind of kind of uh, of uh, get to know you questions, if you're okay with that. Oh yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, um, first question I had for you. Uh, I assist to pretty much everybody. Uh, so, if you could go back and change one thing about your career thus far, would you? And uh, what would it be? You know, that question is really interesting. Um, I actually, my, my little brother was actually recently doing, a, he was writing a speech and he interviewed me for the speech and he asked me a similar question. And um, honestly, I, I really wouldn't change a thing. Um, I think it would be easy for me to say, so I, uh, after high school, I went to college in Minnesota and um, I went to a small school. I studied biology and neuroscience and I um, applied, I was planning to go to medical school to become a physician and I got into two medical schools and I was planning to go to um, a medical school, the University of Minnesota Duluth. And Mm -hmm. it was like a month before I was supposed to go to school that I decided not to go to medical school and to move to Nashville instead, which sounds insane. And it was insane. But I just felt like as as cliche or cheesy as this may sound to some people, like I really, truly believe that God just changed my heart and wanted me to move here. And that's the only way that I can explain it because I'm not normally a big risk taker. I am not normally someone who just changes their mind very quickly, like on a whim. I'm not impulsive. Um, But it was like one of those big life-changing moments, and I'm so happy that I did that. And so I think it's easy. I was actually, when I was applying to college, I was going between going to Belmont. I applied to Belmont, got in, and then I applied to the school that I went to called Concordia. And so I got into both, only colleges that I applied to, because I knew that I wanted to go to one of the two. And I decided ultimately to stay home um, and go to Concordia. And I think... um, I think I wanted, I wasn't ready to move away from my family yet. Um, I, I'm very, very close with my family. And my little brother, Trevor, is um, nine and a half years younger than me. So he was still very young at that point in my life. And I just, I was not ready to move that far away from him and to miss out on like, you know, the little things like his birthday, um, basketball games, football games, you know, like staying home in Minnesota, I was still able to go to those things. And that was really important for me. And so um, sometimes I get a little frustrated that I didn't, you know, sometimes I'll get frustrated with myself that I didn't go to Belmont because I think my life would be very, very different if I had gone to Belmont. I think I probably would have um, not even studied science. I would have studied like songwriting or music business, and I'd probably know a lot more and be a lot more prepared for what I'm doing right now. Um, And I would probably have a lot more connections and know a lot more people. But when I take a step back and I think about the whole like 
the whole process of like growing up and, and having these huge life experiences, I am so thankful that I went to college in Minnesota because I have a relationship with my brother that I would not trade for anything in the world. And I was able to grow up those four years. I don't think I was ready for the music business when I was 18. Um, I thought I was, you know, you, you always think that you're ready. Um, but looking back, I'm like, I have grown in so many ways um, because of college. Um, and I had experiences that I never would have had had I gone to Belmont instead. You know, I got to experience the medical field, which is incredible. I love people so much, and I love the healing process. And studying science was incredible. I loved every minute of it. It was hard, um, and I had to work my tail off. And it was very competitive, and it was cutthroat to get into medical school. And I think that that whole process taught me how to work hard, put your head down, and, like, just go after what you want, even if people, you know, tell you that it's impossible or that it's hard. Like, I mean, I graduated with a 4.0, and, like, and I'm not saying that to brag, but I'm saying that because, like, I had to learn how to put my head down and do the work. And that is so valuable. I would not I would not trade that for the world. And then I also had a couple of opportunities to travel when I was in school that I don't think I would have done either. Um, I was able to go to Tanzania in, Af- in East Africa. Um, I've been there twice, and both of those times were through my school. And, like, I have – like, Tanzania is my favorite place on this earth, and, like, I know that I'm going to be doing work there in the future. And like, I just, I love it so much. I love the people there. I've created relationships there. And I think that experience, like that is a life experience that you cannot get anywhere else. And so, you know, just the, you know, the relationships, the experiences, um, I, I just feel like I'm such a better person and such a, more mature person because of the experiences that I had. So honestly, I really wouldn't change anything. I think every experience in your life and every decision that you make um, helps you to grow as a human being. So, and and I totally get that. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, and this is just speaking uh, uh, for me personally. Uh, I've been doing this. Uh, this podcast for the last probably nine years now, and 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 it is the absolute best decision I've ever made. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, and I've been covering country music for probably since 2014. I've been covering um, on the country industry, and and I tell you this right now. Uh, I, I'll say this too. Uh, at the end of the interview in a few minutes, but but if there's ever anything I can do for you, I don't care what it is, whether it's a music related or just as a friend. I mean, um, uh, um, don't ever uh, hesitate to reach out. That's awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. That's that's so sweet. Absolutely. Uh, I, and I did have a. Uh, Hey, a couple more questions for you. Then I think we're gonna gonna um gonna talk a little bit about uh, what's coming up for you. 
I know you said it said about the album that's coming out, uh, but we'll we'll uh, talk about that in a few minutes. But uh, uh, when everything is is said and done with your career, thirty, forty years down the road, or uh, whenever that might be, uh, uh, what impact or legacy would you like to leave on the music industry? That is a very deep question. I love that. Um, you know, I just, I really, I think a, a big goal of my music is just to empower people um, and to encourage them. I want my music to encourage people um, and to empower them to just, like, be proud of who they are um, and and thus to, like, empower others through that. Um I really, I, I write and I release music that I feel um, not only resonates with me, but that I feel will resonate with my audience um, and with my listeners. I, I think it's so important. Like I'm, I'm, yes, I'm doing music for myself, but honestly, I do music as much for myself as I do for my listeners. Um, I want everyone to be able to connect and to find a part of themselves and their story in every song that I release, whether, you know, it's, you know, grieving or whether it's celebrating, whether it's um, like joining with others and um, like coming together despite everybody's differences. Like I want, I want my music to be my listeners music. I want them to seek my music, you know, for, for whatever, whatever they're going through in life, whether it's, um, you know, whether they want to like celebrate a big win or celebrate, you know, life or whether it's, um, you know, whether they're grieving a loss of a relationship of a, of a loved one. Um, like I, I, I really just want, I want my music to, um, to empower people in every area, in every circumstance, whether, you know, whether it is a loss or whether it is a joyful gain. Um, I want them, I want them to find, you know, power in that and love in that and thus share that with other people. That is awesome. Uh, you know, and, and the reason I ask that question uh, is because, because like I said earlier, I've been in this podcast game about nine years now and, and I've kind of been, uh, been, uh, thinking about, uh, my own legacy in this space. And and what I want to uh, create and and carve out in this industry, and I feel like um, regardless of of whatever I do in the podcast industry and or in the music industry, uh, I think I just want to be known as just being a a good dude, you know. Yeah, I love that. And and. And and I want uh, um, whoever I have on, whether it be an artist, whether it be a solo radio host, whoever, uh, I want to create a space where where uh, it it where uh, uh, you, you guys feel feel uh, safe and and that your your that your your stories and music are 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 hard because because uh uh in this industry 
that's not usually the case in this industry. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, so, so, so I feel like uh, uh, I just want to, um, like I said earlier, uh, 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 create a space where you guys, guys can be heard. Well, I love that, and I know that we all really appreciate the opportunity um, to share our stories and our music and. Um, just being being supported and having that is is really incredible because it is it's a tough industry and it's really tough to get your music and your story heard and um, you really have to fight for it so um, having platforms like this um, is it's it's really incredible so thank you so much absolutely and and I made a promise to myself many many years ago that that I will do everything in my power to to make sure that y'all are heard. Well, that's really incredible, and um, we we just really appreciate that so much. So thank you. You really you are making a difference. So thank you. I seriously love this industry with with absolutely every fiber of my being, and 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 I know it's obviously got it's it, it's obvious flaws at times, like everything else does. But but uh, there's no industry that. I'd rather be covering. Yeah, amen and amen to that. I the music industry is it's it's beautiful. I mean, every industry has the downfalls and the and the trouble, but um, but overall, right. like it's it really is beautiful. It is a beautiful industry. And I tell you what, I miss uh, about going to Nashville. I miss uh, well, I miss the city for one, which is huge, but. Uh, I miss music industry events, like award shows and and stuff like that, because because um, seeing as I don't live in Nashville permanently, uh, it's like a family reunion every time I go because because I've made so many friends in that town. It's just not even funny. Oh, I know. I miss I miss every. I mean, I miss all the live things. It's it's kind of a bummer it's and it's honestly it's harder to see people now that we aren't doing like the live events anymore because it is fun just even just going out to a round on like a Wednesday night you can see so many people exactly and and my favorite places in town I I love the listening room oh my absolute favorite place in town is the listening room and uh and uh funny story for you I actually met Garth Brooks at the uh, listening room back in June. Oh my gosh, that's incredible! Uh, that's so cool. Um, Was he playing? I follow. Yeah, uh, I follow the the uh, listening room on social media. So I was scrolling through there um, one day, and I come across their Instagram post about uh, uh, Garth Brooks playing, and and I thought, um, um, Garth Brooks playing, uh, playing a little venue like that, that doesn't yeah. happen anymore. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It really doesn't. That just, 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 just doesn't happen. And I noticed also, it, it, it was on uh, my aunt's birthday, and my aunt lives there in oh. Nashville. Uh, so I called her up. And oh. I said, I said, hey, uh, um, you'll never believe this. Um, Garth Brooks is yeah. playing the uh, listening room on your birthday, 
and I can get us tickets. You want to go? So, uh, so we go, uh, and and Garth just absolutely blows the roof off the place. I'm not even kidding uh, you. Sure. Just, just it's it, 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 he, he's it was incredible. incredible. Uh, and and after the show, uh, I'm sitting there talking to uh, my aunt. Um, it was my parents, me, uh, um, and my uncle. Uh, so I'm sitting there, uh, there, uh, uh, talking to my aunt and, and my mom's nowhere inside. Okay. <laughs> which is, oh. uh, which is not unusual for her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so, uh, 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 she walks up to me. She goes, Hey, follow me. I'm going, huh? What? 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 <laughs> Uh, so I follow her. Uh, she, she, uh, somehow or other, talks her way backstage, finds Garth, and oh and, my uh, gosh, yeah, and 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 asks if I can meet him, and he's like, yeah, bring him on back. So I go backstage. It's an absolute madhouse back there. I mean, it's so crazy. But uh uh um um Garth comes out, uh, I shake his hand and and I literally spend probably a ten minutes talking to this man. Oh my gosh. And it was so insane. And and I told him uh what I do with the podcast and he goes, Good. Um, we need people like you out there uh, uh, supporting indie artists. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm telling you, I could have died right there on the spot. Oh, that's amazing. I could have died. That's like God coming down and saying, son, you're doing something right. Right. That's That's so incredible and so reassuring. Like, he is the he is a king. He's a legend. He is the absolute nicest man I've probably ever met. Oh, that's so sweet. He does seem like a really great they, human being. Oh my gosh, he is the absolute best human ever. Uh, to take that long with me uh, when he it, it, it could have just took a thirty seconds, you know. Right. To take that long and actually sit down and 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 hear what I had to say was, I came out of that place I was shaking. Oh, I would have been too. That's I'm like, amazing. I'm like, did that just actually happen? What? What's going yeah. on here? <laughs> was I dreaming, or did this really happen? Right, exactly. And 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 I said all that to say this. That is a testament to how just how much this industry wraps its arms around you. Yeah. And 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 I've I felt that pretty much every time I've gone to Nashville. Uh, this industry is it, it, it's like a family, you know. I mean, it's. Yeah. That's the only way I can explain it. It it really is. I've honestly like I have made some of the most incredible friends through writing and songwriting retreats and um 
and I just, I, I'm so grateful and, and thankful to like, it's, it's pretty incredible to do something that you absolutely love with people that you love who are like family. I mean, a lot of my co-writers are like some of my greatest friends. So getting to share, you know, sharing these exciting moments of like releasing music together, like there's nothing more special than that. So. Absolutely. And, 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 uh, and I've been kind of getting into uh, playing music myself here the past maybe four or five years. I actually play uh, one show a year uh, on the Fourth uh, of July at 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 a local place down here. Uh, I play with a live band, and I've been doing that probably for the past maybe three or four years. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. Uh, and and I've um they're actually staring at me right now. Um I I've got a uh, a uh, acoustic guitar and and an electric guitar right here beside me. Oh, uh, what so kind play of acoustic do you have? It's a Fender Californian. Okay. Sweet. And and my electric is a Johnson, but but uh, um, um, yeah, uh, uh, I bought it off of. Uh, <laughs> I took the uh, Johnson sticker off of it and put uh, my last name on it. So it's kind of oh, that's cool. It's kind of one of a kind. That's so cool. I, I was like, dude, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, that is super cool. I love that. Uh, um, a couple more questions for you, then I think we're gonna uh, let you go. Uh, 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 whether it's in your uh, personal life or uh, professional life, what's the best advice you've ever been given? The best advice that I've ever been given. <laughs> um, I think probably the best professional advice I've ever been given. Um, was to um, to find something that you are the best at. It can be the smallest little thing, but something that you are the best at that makes you stand out, that makes you different from everybody else, and do that better than anybody else. Because in the music industry, there's a million people in Nashville. I mean, not really, but there's so many people in Nashville who are so, so incredibly talented. Like, Everyone can sing well. Everyone can, you know, play guitar. There's, I mean, obviously different varying levels of, um, of skill or whatever, but, um, you know, there's songwriters. Some people are great at, at writing lyrics. Some people are melody people. Some people bring in the ideas, but find that one thing in your music career that you are the absolute best at that you can be the best at all the time because you're never going to be the best like all around. So you need to figure out what is going to set you apart. And I think when I, I think the moment that I heard that, that was the moment where I was like a lot of stress kind of lifted off of me because I, I am very much, um, I like to, I like to be very good at everything that I do. And I like to, um, I'm a very hard worker and I just, I, I'm sometimes a, I guess a perfectionist in like the best and worst ways. 
And um, so I'm working on that still. It's kind of a lifelong process. But um, but just knowing that I didn't have to be the best overall because there's always going to be someone that's going to be better than you at something. So you need to figure out what makes you stand out and you need to be better at that than anybody else. And, and that just kind of put things I think into reality for me and, and took a lot of weight off my shoulders. And so um, I think that that really helped, helped me to really lean into what I do best and what makes me different. Um, so, so that was probably the best professional advice that I've ever been given. And probably the best personal advice I've ever been given is to just trust God and give it to God because honestly, I don't know that I'd be able to do this whole music career um, without honestly just giving, giving it all to him and just trusting that he's going to do with it, whatever, whatever he wants, you know? So. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, uh, oh, last question I've got for you. Uh, uh, um, now I know you said you've got got uh, uh, more music in the works, but but uh, um, besides that, and I know touring is still obviously not not ha- happening for the most part. But uh, what's coming up for you besides uh, besides this new music that you've got coming out? Yeah, so um so like over the next 5 months um starting March 5th, um I'm going to be releasing a single every month through July. Um and those are all going to be part of an EP, um my debut EP called Hellfire Holy Water, so I'm very excited about that. Um we're going to be getting some fun music videos for a few of the singles um in the works, so I'm really stoked for that. That it's going to be so much fun. Um, I have, I have a live show, um, planned for February 25th. Um, it's like a half hour full band show. So I'm, I'm really, really excited about that. I have a band that's absolutely incredible. Some of my closest friends and we're really excited to just get out and play, even if it is for a half hour. Um, things are still weird. So, um, we haven't really planned much as far as like live shows go. Um, I did, I did have a little, uh, Midwest tour planned for last year, but of course everything got shut down. I mean, you know, start of March. So unfortunately we were never able to make it up there and do that. Um, so I would love to get like a little tour together, but, um, you know, everything's still up in the air. So I think we're, I think we're going to try to book some stuff for later this year, but, um, for maybe like a two, three week tour kind of thing. But, um, but I guess we're, I mean, we'll, we'll see how this year pans out. Um, and uh, I mean, I'd love to be playing festivals by the fall, but um, but yeah, just everything's so unknown right now, and kind of just everything is just you know paused. So um, we're trying yeah. to book shows, but other than that, just uh, really just releasing music, and then um, just keep like just writing. Awesome. Uh, so, uh, is there anything that we uh, haven't covered? To- haven't covered today that you'd like to talk about? Um, no, I mean the only the only other thing would just be like my um I released a single last November called Depends on the Friend that blew up on TikTok with over three million views. So that was really exciting and um it was it was such an incredible experience and I'm so thankful for it. So um if y'all haven't listened to it or heard the song, um it's called Depends on the Friend. It's out 
on all the streaming platforms. So it's it's a it's like a female country drinking anthem song. So it's it's a fun one. <laughs> right. Awesome. <laughs> well, uh, hey, uh, uh, thank you again for doing this. This has been uh, so much fun and and probably one of uh, my favorite interviews I've done in a while. Oh well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on. I'm I'm so excited. This is it's so fun to do things like this, and your questions were awesome. I I have so much fun doing these things and just getting to share a part of a part of me and my story and my music that um you know doesn't doesn't normally get to be heard. So I really appreciate what you're doing for independent artists and for um for having me on your show today. Absolutely. Well, uh, and. And you've got a uh, open invitation back to the show anytime you want to come back home. Oh my gosh, you're amazing! Well, thank you so much. I would absolutely love that. Hey, uh, before we go, do me a quick favor, will you, please? Yeah. Uh, uh, um, tell your manager that she absolutely rocks. Oh my gosh, I so will. She's so incredible. I will text her as soon as I get off the phone and let her know. She's she is so wonderful. She really is such a light. She is just so sweet. She absolutely is. And 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 thank her for for uh, setting this up for us. Yes, I for sure will. All right. Well, uh, um, I think we're gonna uh, let you go and let you get back to your evening. But um, thank you again for doing this. This has been so much fun. Yes, awesome. Thank you so much. I hope that you have a wonderful evening, and, and thank you again so much for having me on the show. All right, I'll talk to you later, Brooke, okay? All right, sounds good. All right, bye. Bye. Well, enjoyed our our interview with um, the lovely Miss Brooke Lynn. Um, coming up next Tuesday at 4.30 Central, a week, well, welcome back to the show, uh, our lovely friend, Miss uh, um, Jimmy Thoman. So I think with that, I think I'm going to uh, end the episode right here. Uh, uh, you've been listening to Quick Days with Murph. Thank you and goodbye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.